This week's episode of Staggering Stories has been cancelled. In its place, we bring you The Waltons, Too Hot for TV. Got a pretty mouth on him. Can I keep her, Pa? Squeal, little piggy! Squeal! You don't do that to the farm animals. Ding, 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 <laughs> Or maybe not. <laughs> this is Staggering Stories, number... Walton was the nicest person ever to live. But he came think? back as a zombie. He did not come you back as a zombie. He came back as a zombie. Yeah. A lustful, vengeful zombie. Lustful? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> we will not diss the Waltons. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this, the latest Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm already ticked off. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm the real Keith, the genuine Arctical, the major one, the perfect... The genuine Ar- Arctical. <laughs> it's like a testicle, but colder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without further ado, walking furtively out of an adult bookshop, clutching a brown paper bag to its chest, it's <sighs> the news with El Presidente. <laughs> Doctor Who news. Ooh. Random tidbits. Pardon? Mm. Should oh, it be tidbits. tidbits or titbits? I always thought it was titbits. I always Titbit was, was, was the name of a popular magazine in the 1960s. That was... How, <laughs> you, how old were you when you read that one? <laughs> Bloody hell. Right. Things are quiet in Doctor Who land, oh. but there are a few minor news stories. Mm. Virgin Media have agreed to pull their David Tennant-fronted advert that oh. depicted Richard Branson going into a time machine and coming out younger. A joint BBC-Virgin statement concluded with... As a gesture of goodwill, Virgin Media has agreed to withdraw transmission of the advertisement and BBC Worldwide is now satisfied that the issue has been addressed. This, of course, is another case of there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yes, I think they were... I mean, it's not the first time it's been done. I mean, anyone who's watched uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure... Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so there's a time travelling phone booth in that. Yeah, a great yes. whopping big yes. time travelling yeah. phone booth. Mm. You weren't quite so worried back then. Yeah. Power of the Daleks oh, Part yeah. 1 oh, yes. is now available on YouTube. Ooh, no, eh? they haven't managed to find the lost video of Patrick Troughton's first story, but instead a group of fans have created their own version. Mm. In this case, with the fans puppets. are the team behind the stage version of Evil yes. of the Daleks and the Dalek Master Plan, with Nick Scoville again playing the role of the Doctor. Links in the show notes or search YouTube for Power of the Daleks Reimagined. Mm. It's only the first 17... It's episode one, but it only lasts about 17 minutes. Yeah. Mm. Which, modern day, they yeah, compressed the a bit. Got, got rid of all the money. Yeah. 
And it, they have changed the storyline somewhat, because yeah. it's now set on Earth. And, uh, yeah. It's good. Mm. It's, it's, it's well, Yeah, worth watching. I've, I've seen that one. Nick Scoville, mm. that name sounds familiar. He was a doctor in the stage play. That oh, we yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's favourite knobnacker is now on Twitter <laughs> as Karen Gillan too. There she joins the likes of Ratty Burville, Arthur Darville, and Stephen underscore Moffat. And yeah. she forgot to set oh, her yes. email settings, didn't she? Yes. And well. suddenly received notification of 50,000 followers. And it drained her battery. <laughs> in, in her defence, she didn't necessarily know. Why didn't Arthur tell her? See, well, re- reading naughty. his tweets, he deliberately didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That wouldn't um, surprise me. Yeah. She doesn't post a lot, but what she does is... Uh, she, <laughs> calm she's, down. she's posted that she was doing some green screen work. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Not in yeah. New York. And Ratty Burville um, posted the other day, just said, full moon and a picture, and you open the picture, and he's taken a picture of Gilbo really close up with a bright light. And oh, really? Yeah, it <laughs> did look like a full moon, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was her face. Oh, oh. <laughs> not that full moon. <laughs> J.K. Rowling's new book. Harry Potter and the colostomy bag. The colostomy bag of doom. (laughs) J.K. Rowling's new book has a name, a blurb, and a release date, and so far seems not even remotely science fiction or fantasy. In fact, it sounds more like a local politics thriller with some murder mystery and a good dose of comedy. Set in the fictional little English town of Pagford with a looming local council election, the press release says Pagford is seemingly. An English ideal with a cobble market square and an ancient abbey. But what lies behind the pretty facade is a town at war. Rich at war with, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> poor teenagers at war with their parents, wives at war with their husbands, teachers at war with their pupils. Packford is not what it seems. Who will triumph in an election fraught with passion, duplicity, and ex- unexpected revelations. It's called The Casual Vacancy and is set for release on the, on the 27th of September 2012. I'm going to have, go and have a drink because I've screwed my throat up. You've got to admire J.K. Rowling, though. <clears> you <throat> know, she's worth a thousand billion mm. pounds yeah. and she still sits down and does another one. Yeah. But it has been about five years, hasn't it? It's been a long time since the final pot. I couldn't spend a thousand billion pounds in five years. <laughs> no, and I, I wouldn't have, have a things, yeah, I wouldn't have run out of things try, I wanted yeah. to do yeah. yet. I, I, I would like to try to have a go, though. Mm. Please, God, make me prove to you that winning the lottery wouldn't change me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, but there again, she has had that tales of beat all the bard in, uh, in the interim, so... That's true, yes. Mm. Yeah. Not a novel as such, but... Uh, well, a collection of short stories, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Which you know, was pretty much covered in the uh, last two Harry Potter films, anyway. So. Mm. Any more news? I have one yeah. minor addendum. I did have two, but mm. one of them was sweeped up by the actual news. Mm. So, uh, one minor addendum. Something that, um, as as a collector of the minifigs, you might be interested in. Oh, the not Lego. The not Lego. Yes. Yeah. Doctor. They are bringing out two items next year or this year. Ooh. Right. One of them is a transparent police box. Okay. Made in little, yeah, made in little transparent um, Lego bricks. So it's, it's like TARDIS dematerialising. Yeah, oh. dematerialising. Oh. That's an empty box, really. Yeah. <laughs> and another one is a Dalek saucer. Oh, right. Complete with Time War Daleks. Time not, War Daleks. Not, not the not the eye Daleks. The proper golden ones. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. So it's a little little saucer with uh, uh, Daleks. Completely out of scale Daleks. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I expect so. Yeah. 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 
Is it going to be the sort of proper sort of big you know, sort of uh, Dalek sorcerer or the one that looks like something at a potty time? Uh, it will probably, uh, as it's <laughs> mini feet, it will probably look something out of potty time. Oh, from the uncut version of um, Dalek Invasion of Earth. No, no, it will be will be a proper saucer, but it All won't right. be. It will be small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. About time they were bringing out um, the silence time machine as well. I'm being poked with the knitting needle. No, you're not. You're being tapped. Well, poking is completely different. Believe me, I've been on the end of a good poking, so I know that. <laughs> and now, things, things in, in five, five words. words. Now, have no. you been practising <laughs> how many is five? <laughs> I have been practising. <laughs> OK, we don't want another four fiasco. Uh, I, I, I have... Three, sir. I have things things in six words here. No. <laughs> this one is fairly easy, and I think you should be able to get it, no problem. I'm not doing it yet. Stop counting. That was 12 words. <laughs> Stop counting. First one Go on, is generally, it's a character in particular, but it's generally a TV show. Okay. okay. Mr. McGee made him angry. Oh, that's easy. Mr. McGee. McGee. Yes. Mr. McGee. Made him angry. The Avengers? Nope. The Hulk? Yep. Hmm. No. Oh. Because well. he made David Banner or Bruce Banner angry because he was not yet the Hulk. <laughs> General TV show, sir. I'm sorry, we will have none of this <laughs> wishy-washy, namby pam. These needles are brilliant. <laughs> no, you're not, allowed, people <laughs> you're not allowed to knit at the McGee? podcast anymore. Who's McGee? I know. He, he was the reporter from the TV series. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't make me angry. Yeah, no, it's Mr. McGee. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't <laughs> like me when I'm angry. <laughs> I was thinking of Mr. Magoo. <laughs> That was yeah. the cartoon character oh, with the glasses. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Mr. Magoo, don't make me angry. Who said that's away? <laughs> Should have gone to Specsavers. Go on then. This one is not a sci-fi thing. Oh, right, right. Bums on bonnets, whistling di- Dixie. Bums on bonnets, whistling Dixie. I got this one, so I'm not going to say it. I, I heard it. Really. Okay. Uh, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, there is sci-fi in there because this I think Uncle Jesse did regenerate. At one point, oh, really? to a different actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those short shorts are not natural. <laughs> this is very true. We're, we're back to legs again. <laughs> it's amazing how we quickly get back I, to legs. Well, See, Karen Gillan could be the next Daisy Duke. Could be. Not the legs for it. She did sing that Daisy Duke song, didn't she, at the uh, London Film and Comic Con? Well, if you call that singing, yeah. <laughs> well, for me. What song was this then? I can't, can't remember. remember. Oh. <laughs> Come on, give us another one. Oh, Oh, go on then. Uh, Rubber pyjama wearer, spread thin. Rubber (laughs) pyjama wearer, spread (laughs) thin. Are we talking spread thin? More more sort of dotted about. (laughs) And (laughs) deep fried. (laughs) Was it it perhaps Adric? Uh, Yeah. I was thinking of the Conservative Party. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's a different podcast. You always think of the Conservative Party. (laughs) Okay, more things in five words later. Okay, what now? Should we do some <clears throat> Star Trek? Mm, nah. Fireball XL5. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, again. Nah. Red Dwarf? <laughs> we should. We, should, we, we, we <laughs> really should, yeah. <laughs> nah. Where are we on that? I can't remember. Uh, series five, 1. was it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Tell you what, let's do some Doctor Who. Mm, yeah, all right. Uh, What's that? The beginning. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
do you think the Doctor Who theme goes? Is he sulking? It's hard to tell from a distance. He's farting. He's farting. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we've all been pulling out our DVDs and dusting them down. We have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about several years ago. About? About several years ago, yeah. The BBC said, we'd like to bring back Doctor Who. And most of us went, oh, yeah, that would be good. Apart from Michael Mm. Grade, who just Apart from, yes. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> he went, damn it, you'll never learn. But real Keith sat there going, no, no, it's not going to happen. And yeah. then the BBC said, look, here are stills from us, yes. from us filming the first said, episode of Doctor he Who. He stridently said, I'll believe it when I see the you end just title. ruined yeah. my bit. <laughs> I was Bump. getting to the wrong end. <laughs> Stop poking me. <laughs> Stop it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> We've been watching Rose. <laughs> I hate you. Mm. A lot of people do. Mm. There's a reason. <laughs> so, right, 26th of March, 2005. We were all in our living room. Yes, we were. Mm. There was quite a lot of us in our it living was. room that day. There yeah. we were, quite a few. Yeah. I was in my lounge. Yes, we didn't want you there. We knew you'd spoil it. <laughs> we had sausages. We did. Pigs in blankets. Pigs in blankets. We were yeah, going to really? have pigs in blankets, but I'd put them in the oven, forgot they were there, got really overexcited watching it, and by the time it had finished, they were black bits. <laughs> oh, was it that time? It was on, charcoal. On in... burnt yeah. baking tray. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> blends into one, really. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yes, we were gathered was, there. Scrape. And it wasn't like old Doctor no, Who. No, it was... It was... It was Good and <laughs> the the best way I could describe it, and I think it's the way I described it in the writing of a review on the forum. It was like coming bang, slamming bang into uh, episode three, the what? end of episode three, beginning of episode four, where everything suddenly kicks off straight into the action. Mm. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. This is a bit like how they did it with um, Unearthly Child. Yes, you didn't very see much. the Doctor arrive. You didn't see uh, Susan go to school. It just. Straight it into happened. it. She was yeah. there. They had 25 minutes in that case, 22, 24, whatever it was, uh, to get them all together into the darkness and off. And, and, off. and it was the way, I like the way, last time we watched the Eighth Doctor one, The Enemy Within. Yes. And that, I think, shows a bad way to reintroduce it because it, mm. it had the attitude that everyone knows what this is and let's just get on with it. Which uh, mistake? Which are a, mm. they, if you think about it, there's a whole generation that has grown up without it, without it, it wasn't sitting down there. Quite so bad. It was only six years yeah. gap in that case. Yeah. But it was for American audience who wouldn't know necessarily mm-hmm. what it's all about yeah. anyway. But here it was. They had learnt what they had done wrong with the Eighth Doctor, and uh, like I said, it was all, they used the unearthly child template. Yeah. It all got introduced. In sections. If you crumple <coughs> that pack once Sorry. more, I'm going to put my needle up you. Oh. <laughs> and not in a pleasant way. He's smiling. <laughs> mm, I've already had that done to me enough times in hospital, so I wouldn't do that too much. <laughs> okay. Public school for you. Yep. <laughs> but um, so we, we introduced it to this, this strange man running around telling everyone to run for their lives. Mm. Yeah, and, and he wasn't like the typical Doctor. I mean, um, he wasn't the typical Edwardian no. clad, home counties accented sort of person we were all accustomed to. Mm. Sort of. No, he was Big the sort, sort of person who 
really, if you saw them coming towards you, you'd let them pass. Mm. <laughs> he was a bit scary. And also, mm. temperament-wise, he shared a lot with um, William Hartnell, the crotchetiness, the, oh, yeah. uh, the quick to anger. <clears throat> yeah, that becomes a bit clearer in later episodes, I think, yeah. rather than Rose. Yeah. Well, yeah, so to Rose, it was a cross of... Um, you did very much seem to get the impression that this was a false front. He was a bit balmy. Yes. He's not quite as he is in the rest of the episodes. I do wonder if it's deliberate, a post-generation sort of thing. Yeah, you don't know how Mm. long ago he did regenerate. It comes across as he's literally just changed the clothes, stepped into the new body. Yeah, it's been recent because of the, the bit with the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, checking his ears. Yeah, Mm, that's it, yeah. Well, that stuff in the the flat when he's reading the book quickly, he's trying to do that trick with the the cars that goes everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, cars go flying. Perhaps that's things things that he was able to do in his previous body. Yeah. But not in this this one. This time around. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And what did we think of the choice of casting? I must have been... I think I I said it the first time round... Um, when I heard that Billy Piper was going to be the companion, I thought, oh, God, I'm not even <laughs> going to bother watching this. Oh, really? And then I saw the Canterbury Tales and thought, oh, actually, she's rather good. Ah. Uh, it was, it was, when the initial news broke, it was a surprise choice. Because they said she was more known for uh, the pop singing. pop star thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that, I, I must confess, I was rather dismayed about that. I mean, because as I say, hearing that rather cheesy pop song she did, I thought, oh, she's going to be <laughs> which, the... Uh, which one? Yeah. <laughs> There's quite then, a take few. <laughs> there was the worry, because at the end of the original series, it becomes Spot the Guest Star, and yeah, yeah. it just became something... You know, we'll sell this episode on the fact that Ken Dodd's in it, and yeah. it became a laughing stock, well, a caricature of its own self in many ways. It, and it to hear have, her name put forward yeah. like that gave you the initial thought: "Oh heck, they haven't learnt a damn thing. It's just going to be spot the guest star all over again." Yeah, yeah Ken and Dodd. I mean, really wasn't. I wish I'd seen that episode because I mean, no, you don't. No, no, <laughs> I, don't I want to see Ken Dodd give the Doctor a lesson on tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can evade like the doctor can. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had no uh, idea who Billy Pipe was at all, I don't think. I'd never heard of her. Certainly not in any way I'd recognise her name. So I didn't go in worried on that regard, I have to say. You would have done if you'd heard of her. Maybe if, mm, I, yeah, if, if I'd heard, heard her stuff. Heard her We're going to sit yeah. him down and play him some songs. Yeah. I think I've heard a couple of them since. Yeah. <laughs> you can understand then why we were a bit yeah. worried. <laughs> but I think, uh, again, it helped with the name Christopher Eccleston attached to it because yeah. he may not be a big name and may not be uh, um, a big name now but he had um, the name had an integrity to, to it he did, until yeah. that point in time he didn't just do anything now he, he does still, <laughs> yeah. he still doesn't oh no. come on <laughs> no, G.I. Well, G.I. Joe <laughs> yeah well if you're yeah. off with that kind of money you know. <laughs> well, tw- 28 days later yeah. he, he was well known as a a serious TV yeah. actor more than a film actor. Yeah. Mm. Well, gritty northern kitchen sink dramas. Yeah, mm. exactly. That sort of thing. Uh, Cracker, he did the first couple of seasons of Cracker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so he was well known as a, quite a dark sort of character and somebody you could believe in, I think, as, yeah. as an actor. Yeah. Again, I hadn't really seen anything of him at all. I think, no, I hadn't. Was that was the other, others before yes. that? 
Oh, then I'd seen him in the others. Yeah, yeah. I've seen really him in that too, but I didn't yeah. remember him in it. But like, like from what I, I hadn't seen a lot of his work, but from no. what I knew of the reputation. Yeah. But I thought he was a perfect doctor. <gasps> oh God, yes, mm. a mixture of genius and insanity. Yeah, and. <laughs> just a little bit dangerous yeah mm. a little and bit like like i say he had to my mind certainly at that time first he had more in common with the the first doctor you yeah. weren't too sure which way he would turn yeah <laughs> and it was very fitting that the first thing he said to his companion was run yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah that you mean to go running. on yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that whole first three or four minutes is brilliant yeah it? it comes in with such energy and this He's zooming straight into the planet and, yeah, Yeah. like you said, it's all modern and up-to-date and... And then suddenly the music cuts off as she gets into the basement. And you think, spooky. that was a bad thing to do. (laughs) And as I said, personally, I like the way the TARDIS was introduced. Yeah, it's just just there. It's just seen in the corner. Mm. She ran ran past it, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, the only thing about it was a musical sting as she walked past it. And And everyone in our living room went... <laughs> and, and also, the the other time is you you see him walking towards the, the TARDIS. She yeah. walks away. You hear the noise, run back, and it's gone. Yeah. Yes. First time we hear the the TARDIS dematerialization. Yeah. And it wasn't it years? a relief that they hadn't changed. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean that that I think I mentioned this when we did the all the trailers. Yeah. It's just sitting there watching this trailer with this strange bloke in. What wasn't a standard console room? It was just no. a, a roundled room or a cold room. Not even roundled. And then, room. yeah, it wasn't even roundled. And you heard the TARDIS takeoff sound effect in the background. Yeah. And I literally almost spat my coffee across <laughs> the room <laughs> at that point. Yeah. But the atmosphere of that, the first half or whatever that episode is, is brilliant. Yeah. Mm. It really does draw people in. And that's something which they had trouble with with Old Who, I think. Because it was so studio bound, it yeah. was so badly lit most of the time. Yeah. They mm. did have trouble getting the atmosphere across. But here in, in Beginning of Rose, it absolutely it's, nailed yeah, it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. one thing they didn't, they never seemed to do it in the old series was the companion's reaction to the interior of the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's exactly what you uh, do. It's yeah. like, okay run out of it, run round it, must be against a wall or something, mass panic, in you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As I say, it's your typical reaction. Like I say, everything was done as if it's the first time. Mm. Which was the perfect way to do it. They went back to basics, yeah. Yeah. I know we've had um, uh, episodes and links to the past, but certainly for that first season, they just ignored it and said, we're starting from scratch. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but there again, I mean, the TARDIS couldn't be anything but a blue police box. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, because it is such an iconic image. That's I mean, it. it simply couldn't be anything else. No, no. They did change the inside quite radically. Oh, I, re- I just re- reread my uh, my review of it, which I wrote before and after the episode. My my. Well, I was thinking it might happen. Yeah, before happen. and after. Mm. And one of the things I wasn't sure about right after the episode was the interior of the TARDIS. Grows on you, yeah. though, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it, it does, yeah. it does. And also Eccleston I wasn't so sure about either, but uh, mm. he drew me too. Well, like I said, the, as you said, the, uh, the first episode Eccleston is a lot very different. It's a lot yeah. of mugging to camera and false, definitely false cheerfulness. Yes. But I think that was, again, was due to what the character had just yeah. been oh, through. Yeah. Yeah. And my, one of my favourite bits, I think which was one of your favourite bits as well, was um, the f- they've 
escaped in the TARDIS that first time. They're out next to the London Eye. Oh. Rose has just realised and yes. about you know what the heck's happened here, <clears throat> and he's explaining to her what the TARDIS is yeah. because of course fifties phone box means nothing to her. Mm, and then he pats it and says it's a disguise. <laughs> and he's immensely <laughs> proud of himself. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work. No. <laughs> and I think one of the other good things about this episode is how much they play up the Doctor as this other and this dangerous figure. All that stuff with the Mark Benton's character. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how his, his one constant companion is death. Yeah, very mm. overdramatic. Mm. <laughs> it, it, they did a really good job of yeah. really making it feel quite dangerous and, again, spooky. And, again, you uh, harken back to that slightly, is the throwaway line that isn't introduced into this episode or or was introduced into this episode but doesn't necessarily have any significance is I couldn't save them, I tried to save them all. Mm. When he's in the interrogation with the nesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And you're immediately... What? Who? who, How? Why? Where? Oh, yeah. Yeah, That first season trying to figure out what what had happened. We we knew the Doctor, we knew the Time Lords, we knew Gallifrey, Mm -hmm. but what had gone on in the 16 years it had been off the air? Mm. It wasn't until the next episode where where he says they're all dead. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And particularly liked the way they they set their table, as it were, as to how the companions were going to act. They weren't going to be useless screamers, not all the time anyway. (laughs) Except for Mickey. Well, Mickey, Except for Mickey, yeah. And they were were able to think, they were able to act on their own. Yeah. Mm. I do wonder at the end there, when the Doctor's being held captive... And it's up to Rose to save him. Did he really need that, or was he was holding back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just to see how she'd do. Yeah, because he looks right at her right yeah. at the end, just before quite a few uh, times. Yeah, and he was willing her to do something. Yeah, not because he needs it potentially, but because he, he wants. Well, again, this this was a, a facet of the specifically the ninth Doctor, Eccleston's Doctor, is not to get in there and solve the problem, but to allow other people to step up to the plate. The confidence yeah. to... he He's an yeah. enabler to get other people to do something. Yes. Which ran through quite a few of the episodes mm. of the uh, Ninth Doctor. And have any other companions turned him down? Or was Rose the well, first? No, there was Grace. Grace turned... Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, Donna initially changed yeah, her mind. No, be- before Rose. I, I think mean, before Rose. Original um, series. Original, well, yeah, there was Grace from the Eighth Doctor series, yeah. but, uh, that series episode. <laughs> but um, I think there are some people that you think could have stepped aboard, but for whatever Should, reason didn't. didn't, but they yeah. weren't necessarily asked. No, it's a bit different with the old Who, isn't it, I think? Yeah. You, you can almost see uh, a contract has been signed, get them on board, don't worry about the backstory. Yeah. 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 But it, New Who is a bit more organic, I think. A bit more thought. Yes. Yeah. One thing I've I've never been, as much as I love Jackie, I think she's wonderful, I've never <laughs> been overly fond of this have companion, have family, you know. But, well, yeah. yeah. This, this was the f- it, I think it's worked with the first one myself. Yes. But we've, yeah. we've had it with every yeah. single yeah. one after that. Yes. I, well, I, yeah, I mean, well, Martha especially. Martha, yeah. Donna, mm, yeah. or Amy. <laughs> Amy kind of. Uh, well, definitely. You've got a bleeding daughter in there. <laughs> but yeah, but I, she came first. <laughs> I do, I do <laughs> like the fact... Well, with Jackie, it was a more of a nice, well-rounded character. You, a certain, you got 
got the idea of what Jackie was, was there's a strange man in my bedroom. Yeah. Mm. I'm standing here in, <laughs> in my, my dressing gown. Anything, Anything could happen. happen. <laughs> no, it couldn't. <laughs> and then the wounded tiger, uh, lioness or the lioness protecting her cubs, yeah. you know, something's happened with Rose. She doesn't know what it is, so she's going to knock it out of him. <laughs> yeah. 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 There, there are maybe some issues with the, the contrast between the serious and the comedy, particularly with Mickey. Yes. You have all this serious stuff and all this quite dark thing about, you know, his death and all this stuff. And then you have Mickey being an idiot. And <laughs> being eaten by a wheelie bin. Yeah, yeah. They, they, exactly. Yeah, they, again, it was the first time they didn't have it too worked out. Cause I th- think yeah. we've mentioned this in the commentary for um, Aliens in London. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which was filmed first and that does suffer much more yes in that regard maybe they were going for a companion with a more comedic element to them well I I think Mickey was ever intended to be a companion at that Mm, point no yeah I suppose he is more of a comic relief yeah exactly yes yeah but I don't know I quite like the idea of uh, Rose having a family on Earth he does give one thing it ties the Doctor to Earth Mm. Gives him a reason to keep coming back every Mm. week as he did pretty much (laughs) that entire season he needed a reason (laughs) well but it, it, you know, it helps yeah. suspend disbelief. I can I can understand what you're saying about how it affects the family. Like the, the second, you know, you've been gone for twelve months, not twelve yeah, hours, because that, yeah. that was never, you know, it just never came up in the old series. You know, I've no. been gone for four years, no one's meant to notice at all. No. But I don't know. I've I've never been a huge fan of having to go back and see the family all the time no not all the time they they did overdo it a little bit with rose i think but it's a a new modern take yeah yeah Yeah. russell t davies has written soap operas stuff like that hasn't he yeah it's his sort of territory and it makes it feel real there again by complete contrast i love wilf yeah exactly (laughs) yeah. yeah Yeah, maybe it depends on the characters. Yeah. Martha's mother I just found annoying. Yes. And yeah. the same with Donna's mother. You know, yeah, you just wanted to more, smack more her More aggressive and no yeah. love loss between them. Yeah, yeah. and they just... I didn't find the characters very sympathetic. Yeah. None of Martha's family at all really came across that well. Her sister a bit, but even yeah. she wasn't mm. all that. But, Whereas yeah. Jackie's just wonderful ja- Jackie was a <laughs> yeah. character yeah I think she probably came in fairly fully formed yeah, in oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my fate one of my favourite Jackie moments was in Doomsday where she meets alternate world Pete yeah and they're both convincing each other that they're not <laughs> yes you, yeah you may yeah. be Jackie but you're not my wife yeah. yeah you may be Pete but you're not my husband and <laughs> next thing they're in each other's arms but, you know, well, um, <laughs> again it's back to Jackie's character what sticks in my mind about that is, uh, I might I made loads of money I'm not interested in that how, how much? much money <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also it's the uh, there hasn't been anyone else yeah. and the between the doctor <laughs> and, and mickey, mickey. <laughs> yeah, <idea. laughs> yeah right. oh, dear, dear. She, she is one character didn't change very much no and no. for the better yeah, yeah she didn't yeah. need to she didn't need to grow in exactly, she knew yeah. what she was after and well as you say she came into the series fully formed, formed anyway. yeah whereas mickey starts off as such a yeah, gibbering mm. coward. Yeah, once yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's running and crouching hold of uh, Rose's legs. Yeah, right yeah. oh, I see. See, so, 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 you know, fight. women have had to put up with having to do that <laughs> for like. 80 years, but one <laughs> bloke does it. And I know, yeah, I know. it's disgraceful, it's outrageous. <laughs> but it was a great ending, even with Mickey. Oh, yeah. Being oh, it was when he came back and he said, By the way, did I mention it travels in time? And she's yeah. just off you go. But yeah. so one, one has to ask, though, the 
uh, piloting skills of the TARDIS, how many adventures had he had before he <laughs> Getting arrived back, back to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he go off to Portsmouth? Did he, did he go to yeah. uh, Dallas and all that stuff we saw in the photos? Oh, and yeah. the, uh, the, the Pompeii. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the, uh, the Titanic and that. <laughs> yes, yeah. perhaps. Probably did. <laughs> but that, that final slow-mo of her running oh, yeah. the TARDIS, that for me was... That's it. Yeah, so he, Doctor Who really is back. Yeah. Yeah. back I had yep. no doubt after that episode that it was Doctor Who. Oh, God, yeah. Which, yeah. With uh, the McGann one, I had no doubt that he was the Doctor, but the rest of it didn't quite, quite feel yeah. like Doctor Who. It didn't quite yeah. gel. Mm. But with this, it all did. Mm-hmm. It was as perfect as you were ever going to get yeah, for a I return. Yeah, I think so, yeah. That we've been lucky for all of the new... The first episodes for all the new Who Doxing have been great. Mm. This, uh, Christmas Evasion and uh, 11th Hour, That's three of them... Excellent episodes. Yeah, all three are standout episodes. They are they are they're standout episodes, but they are different beasts. Oh, completely. Rose yeah. does what it is meant to do. It reintroduces everything. From, her, com- from her point of from view. From her yeah. point of view. Yeah. The other ones, no disrespect to them, they, reintrodu- they introduce their particular doctors very well. But they don't necessarily reintroduce the series. No. Well, no, they're not meant Christmas, to. No, the, Christmas Invasion yeah. didn't need to. There's new Doctor. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. With 11th Hour, there was an element of reintroducing not so, just the new Doctor, new, new companion, companion, new yeah. everything, the new look. There was um, Stephen Moffat gave an interesting interview. It was asked, why is there a necessity for a companion? Yeah. Can't, the, can't mm. the Doctor just not have a companion? And he said the series would be depressing if there wasn't a companion and that yeah. the show isn't actually about the Doctor, it's no. about his companions, which is, mm. is true. Yeah. It always has been. I mean, the yeah. Doctor always needs a companion to to um, accentuate his humanity, to bring it to the fore. Or, else, I mean, as we have seen in, well, in episodes like Midnight, where, he, where he's been, I wouldn't say deprived of a, of a companion, but, but where he's struck out on his own, I mean, the more alien side of him does come to the fore. And as... I mean, um, Donna said he needs someone to pull him back from the brink occasionally. Mm. Mm. I mean, Deadly Assassin was an absolutely fantastic episode. It's one of my favourites. But the show just has to have a companion. And Rose was a really good yeah. yep. one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she was. Amy's been rubbish, though. <laughs> <laughs> it starts here, the fight. <laughs> I've got a needle. Haven't I, Grumbly? Ow! <laughs> Tell you what, I'll start another row. That way I can't poke you with my needle. Just thinking how close we came to Jackie being killed in that first episode. If uh, Rose had waited a few more seconds, she would have mm. been dead. She was about to be shot by yep. the, uh, oh, the bride, yes. the bride mannequins. The yes. yeah. uh, so close yet so far. <laughs> Leave Jackie alone, she's wonderful. <laughs> As a final thing, yeah. I would just like to say nuns on the run. Ah, uh, yeah, Camille Kajuri or whatever her name she, is. She, she is in that, and it's virtually the same character. It's yeah. very it's 1980s, <laughs> about tw- uh, 10 years earlier, 20 years yeah. earlier. I was going to say about 20 years earlier. 20 years <laughs> earlier, but yeah. it's, it's essentially the same character. Yeah, I think she'd become rather fully formed. That character, <laughs> she? She's blind as a bat. Mm. <laughs> yeah! And now, dear listeners... To inject a much-needed dose of intellectualism into this podcast, we would like to bring you another episode of Just a Minute. Ladies and gentlemen. You'll make me mad. <coughs> 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 I want to take this to work. <laughs> Don't give me no back talk, sucker. <laughs> children. Sorry. <laughs> right. <coughs> children. Children, settle down. 
We have a just the minute competition. Here we go. The rules of the game is not to speak without hesitation, repetition, or deviation for one minute. Ooh. Can we test the buzzers, please, people? Crumbly goes. <coughs> Fake Keith goes. <coughs> and Adam goes. <coughs> I bet he does. <laughs> like a train. <laughs> like a train? <laughs> Strange little man. Right. The first topic. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> the first topic is how best to nurture a head of Pertwee. And, Gavin, if you can speak on this for one minute, starting now. Head of Pertwee's are strange beasts found mainly in the wilds of Sussex. And when it comes to taking care of them, you have to nurture them with the greatest of motherly love. You have to make sure that their bonces are well combed, that their eyes are polished and bright, and that their nostrils are cleared regularly to ensure the best of flareage. Their mouths tend to have to be left alone, as their enigmatic smiles are, well, oh, bugger. <laughs> Damn! I was doing so well! That was all there, I, I think that was a hesitation. I think I have to agree there. Yeah. One, that one was a hesitation and a swear word, actually. <laughs> <laughs> a a deviation to the deviation <laughs> for the swear words. So. <laughs> yep. Okay, uh, Adam, can you speak? I for, doubt it. <laughs> for approximately half a minute. Okay. On the best to best way to nurture a head of Pertwee, starting now. How best to nurture a head of Pertwee? That depends who you are. If you're cardboard Amy, <laughs> it will involve Swafiga and maybe some butter. But if you. Um, <laughs> we have. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, think Karen Deviation just... from all that is decent <laughs> and godly. <laughs> um. He's not nurturing. What he's doing he's is a fantas- waste of time on a head of Pertwee because he has no body to appreciate it. Um, I, I think, I think I, I've got to allow that. Oh, it's certainly oh. a, a deviation from anything that is... A deviation from anything that is... Pure and wholesome. <laughs> from family listening, anyway. OK, 15 seconds on how best to nurture a head of Pertwee. Fake Keith, beginning now. Head of Pertwee's like warm places, so keeping them at the end of your bed is always welcome, especially if you have your radiator on at night. 20 degrees Celsius should usually be enough, but you mustn't leave him on the hot area, lest he melts. That's it. Ah. Boom! Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You get a point for speaking as the uh, non-existent. Middle name, mister. Middle name, period. Last name, T. Ooh, can I change my buzzy noise? <laughs> no. Quit your jibber-jabber. I love this. <laughs> okay, um, next Crumbly topic. didn't say anything. Uh, yeah, did. next, one. Oh. next topic. Ah. For Crumbly. Ooh. Ooh. How I came to be chased down the streets of Crawley <laughs> by a quark. Oh, what? A quark. What's <laughs> a quark? It's part of a sort of... You're not talking the tiny little invisible I th- thing. I think <laughs> I, I do believe that a quark could be a tiny little invisible thing, but in this instance, I think it is the robot quark. 
And it's, it's not, not to, the guy from DS9. Not the driver. It's up to you if you're oh, speaking. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it, ju- it does say it just, this is the topic for how to be. So his choice. Interpret it as you okay. wish. Yeah. Could you speak on that for one minute, starting now? It was only the other day when I was walking through Crawley, especially down the high street, when I was pursued by what could be best described as a subatomic particle. How I managed to perceive this... Uh, <laughs> Hesitation. I think... Yeah, yeah. I think Karen just... Uh, OK. Starting now. When with a puff of light, the subatomic particle turned into a Ferengi with huge ears to um, demonstrate exactly how virile he is. They said, said dumb creature followed bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Hesitation, swearing, and I'm not sure, I think deviation as well. I think it was actually right. um, a, bit, a minute ago as well. Uh. <laughs> Darn. Right, if you could speak starting now. How I came to be chased down the streets of Crawley by a quark. Well, it's a strange and funny story, at least according to some, mainly myself, but one day... Down these roads came a quark. He said quark again. Mm. Quark's on the... Uh, He's allowed. It's on the card. Damn. <laughs> well, quite I, I would just actually, go quark, 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 quark. I would have actually included hesitation because he did pad out his spaces between words. I was going to, but I thought he was just being... Nobody, nobody... In the fine tradition of Clement Freud, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slowly. There was a distinct padding of words there, but yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah. nobody called you Quite up deliberate. on it. Nobody called you up on it. So, if you could speak for approximately half a minute, <laughs> Adam, still with you now. Said quark lumbered down the passageway. There was definitely a bit of hesitation there because he forgot what the word passageway was. You could see him. No, I was about to say road and street. No, I should have. Uh, see, he should have planned these things ahead. He should have a thesaurus of words laid out in front. Of, and how the heck is a passageway the same as a road? It changed in between. <laughs> um, I think. No, I think I'm going to give that one. Who uh, to me or him? It's with you for 15 seconds. Oh. How I came to be chased down the was it roads of Crawley or tab- passageways? <laughs> passageways of <laughs> Crawley. Chased down the streets of Crawley by a quark. By a quark. Starting now. Well, it's a funny story. I'd gone to his place to gamble, and I'd refused to play and pay my debts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hesitation. He tripped up and he was. I um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was close, though. Which one? Which? I think it was him. I think I'm going to give it to Andy. I think I'm going to give it to Andy. Andy, 50 seconds. No, 15. (laughs) 10 seconds on how you got chased down the streets of Crawley by a quark. Go. I was... <laughs> oh dear! I was so I don't know what I was. <laughs> don't give me no back talk. <laughs> you held that for two seconds. I know. A record. <laughs> um, I think I've got to give that one to Adam. He was just in there. Okay. I was going to say something, but my mind went completely. <laughs> I was. What was I? I don't know. Okay, Adam. Oh, you people. <laughs> being chased. Down the streets of Crawley by a quark for seven seconds. Starting now. So I've been chased... 
we just don't like you. <laughs> we think you're far too smug and we prefer you as the games master. Uh. Because he stumbles over his words a lot. <laughs> Let's face it, when he's asked his name, he forgets. So it's quite easy to win against him. Hi. <laughs> Love you. That's not upheld and I'm afraid you've just given a point to Adam. <laughs> um, oh, well. Adam. Yeah. Oh, no, that was, sorry. <laughs> Adam, Crawley Street chased Quark. Quark. 6.1 seconds. Okay. Starting now. So, I was being chased down the streets of Crawley by a Quark because I had kidnapped cardboard Grunhilda Knobnacker. That's it. Oh. Right. Why had you kidnapped her? Are you a pervert? You don't, you don't know. That's it. Uh, you can't abandon no, no, the story no, halfway no, through. Task is over. It's just getting interesting. Hmm. <laughs> okay. The scores and the doors mm. are in reverse order. Not giving all back, top sucker. <laughs> Crumbly with a magnificent uh, one, one point. point. <laughs> Next, we have fake key <gasps> with a magnificent four points. Woo-hoo. But in the lead, we have no, Adam. No, no I, I object. So does Andy. <laughs> yes, you do. Right. With a magnificent. Oh yeah. Five. Oh, I gave you that last yeah, point. That's it. Yeah. That's it. See, you couldn't win without me. <laughs> <sighs> if you have any suggestions for any topics we could discuss in just a minute, feel free to send them in to show at staggeringstories.net. Next time, we're going to have round two of tea duelling. Oh, Oh, tea bag. Ah, duelling. Try to keep your cleavage covered this time. I know. I'm (laughs) winning a bib. (laughs) Did you say you wanted to do a... Oh, 30 second second recommendation. Oh, okay. Yes. Is this from you? So is this going to go on for a while? No, no, I've got me counter with me and... uh... (laughs) Because the last time, you know, know. people lost the will to live. (laughs) No, no, that was the Desert Island Disc. Oh, God, that went on for a while. (laughs) I got blown up. took everything with you. I got blown up. yeah. Right, okay. I would like to do a... Put down the squeaky ball. (laughs) Put down the squeaky ball and step away. (laughs) Thank you. I would like to do a 30-second recommendation on Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yes. Stop poking me. (laughs) You know you like it. (laughs) Come on, you take it. Starting (laughs) now. Right, Cabin in the Woods. Um, It's a a film by Josh Whedon. Um, It's difficult to explain, except for go and watch it. You must watch it. The type of film is the same way... It has a big secret running behind it, the same way that um, Usual Suspects does and The Sixth Sense. And if I tell you anything specific, it will give away a major spoiler. But all I have to say is watch it. Please, watch it. It's a good film. It starts with a a small group of people going off to the woods and ends with quite possibly the end of the world. (coughs) Watch it! (laughs) So it's a horror film? It it is a a staple uh, slasher flick. Okay. It does have the best... Funniest, most over-the-top slaughter scene yes. ever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it basically it explains the reason behind uh, Friday the Thirteenth, 
Nightmare oh. on Elm Street uh-huh. and all the slasher fix, flicks that you can think there of. Is there is a reason for the There is a reason for them all, and this film more or less explains why this happens, oh. why this continuously happens. Okay. So it's very good. It is very good. Uh, the best, really, the best way I can describe it is a angel or a Buffy episode writ large. Uh-huh. I just put my needle up my nose and it hurt. <laughs> Met resistance, eh? <laughs> Stop pushing! Stop pushing! Never stick anything smaller in your ear than your elbow. What? <laughs> yeah, managed to get my elbow in my ear, but uh, I'll try. I'm trying! <laughs> right, another plug for a staggering day out on Sunday, the 24th of June, 2012. Woo-hoo! We are going to Cardiff. It's going to oh. rain. Hopefully not, but we will visit many places of, from Doctor and Torchwood, like yeah. the uh, the Water Tower from Torchwood, Lenin Center, Yanto Ooh. Shrine, Ooh. that place from. Ledworth? Uh, uh, no, well, we're going to Ledworth. We're Ooh. going to Ledworth. Ooh. We're going to that place where John Smith saved that pram from the falling piano. Oh, oh yes. National Museum. And, but more than that, we're having live podcasting. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 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 to do it. Where we'll be doing tea drooling. Have at it, sir. Have at it. Swanee Kazoo. Snail racing. Fight club. Maybe just a minute. And a trivia smackdown for Doc 2 between Siobhan Garrelshawn and He's going to be our champion. He's our knight in shining armour. Do we have to anoint him? Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> you can rub whatever you want not anointing him. <laughs> As our champion, do we have to anoint him? You can offer him, him your hanky, all right? Okay. So what do people have to do if they would like to join us? Well, go to the website. There will be a link on the front page to it. Sign up. It's probably going to cost about £20 if you're coming from Crawley or Earl's Court, which is where our minibuses are going from, at about 8.30 in the morning on a Sunday, and be back probably about 9 o'clock in the evening. It should be a good day. Or you could join us in Cardiff as well if yes. you want to. Yes, please do. We'd Turn love up to on the see door. you. Yep. And you'll be able to meet the head of Pertwee in person. Mm, yes. yes. It's going to be a proper tour as well. We've got a, a proper tour guide to show us all the locations. If you want oh. to dress up in a silly costume, do that too. Maybe you can never be sure there'll be knock ring letters through your door right you've been writing to us again you lovely lovely people uh, thank you we've heard from Reese. hello Reese. hello team it's Reese. not with audio this time oh. now, I have to type quickly because I think it's 2pm on the day you set to record so I hope Adam checks his email this afternoon did you? I did. Good oh, lad. Good lad. Although by the time this has been released, it'll be a week after I've written this. Yep. Time for the usual wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey quote. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on to the latest topics, the Big Bang Theory. I've caught several episodes from random seasons every now and again, and to be honest, I've never seen what the hype is about. Mm. There are po- I'm not reading this, sir. <laughs> <laughs> there are points where I laughed out loud, but some of it feels like it's just trying to make me laugh. Oh, and that brings me to the laughter track. I'm never a fan of a laughter track, especially when jokes aren't funny, which I believe is what Real Keith said many moons ago about Red Dwarf Season 1. And for me, nearly half the jokes on the Big Bang Theory aren't that funny to me, maybe because I prefer more surreal stuff like the goons or Monty Python. And yes, I know they're British, but that's still my kind of humour. I'll stick with it a bit longer because I like the fact that my non-geek friends, yes, I have some, think that it's making fun of the likes of us. But it also knows that having people like Will Wheaton... Or Wheaton, yeah. as Sheldon would have it, or Leonard Nimoy on the show, will have people like us going mad. Now on to something else, Sanctuary. Uh-huh. I recently got the, se- the season three box set of Sanctuary uh-huh. for my 17th birthday. Yes, both Patrick and I are now 
or 17. In fact, I've always prided myself that I share a birthday with Spike Milligan, Back to the Goons, and Charlie Chaplin. And I consumed half the season in about two sittings. As you can tell, I'm quite a fan. I started off watching it as a show to watch in the off-season of Who, but it quickly became one of my all-time great shows. I'm quite worried, though. It looks like Siffy may be doing another sci-fi cull, including Sanctuary. But I certainly Mm. hope not, because the show is fantastic. I remember reading a review somewhere comparing it to Torchwood, but I personally feel that however good Torchwood is, yes, even Miracle Day, well, most of Miracle Day, okay, all of, well, minus episodes 2, 9 and 10, but the rest is good. I think Sanctuary is more enjoyable. It's got more soul than Torchwood, it has, I agree. And the characters are all fantastic. I tried to pick a favourite, but I can't. They all have their own qualities that make me love them. Some for more reasons than just character, I will admit. (laughs) Also, whilst it's kind of a gimmick, but the CGI sets are pretty interesting. I mean, some actors say that acting across of a green ball on a pole is hard. Try acting in an entirely green room. Also, speaking of actors, the show has a lot of fantastic skill involved. One I have a huge amount of respect for is Christopher Heyerdahl, who plays both John Druitt, spoilers here, but it's yeah. revealed in the first episode, Jack the Ripper, and mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Yeah. I've liked Bigfoot. him since he appeared yeah. in Stargate Atlantis, playing a wraith, which he did brilliantly. He completely changed his body language, like the men in the silent suits. Also, mm-hmm. I love the little things the writers do with taking people from history or famous fictional characters such as mm. Jekyll and Hyde or Nikola Tesla and various other people characters like that. I like it so much that had the time or energy, I'd do a sanctuary podcast, <laughs> but that would probably kill me. <laughs> but all in all, I recommend that those of you who haven't to check it out. I hope you get hooked too and we get more. Now, just to finish up, time for a few plugs for a few podcasts. Jeez. <laughs> For 42, soon to be 43 episodes of Doctor Who Rambling Goodness, well, Doctor Who Rambling, check out Who Is The Man podcast at whoisthemancast.wordpress.com. Plug, plug. For general madness, have a listen to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast, (laughs) which I am actually stepping down from for eight weeks, given the fact I'm continuing my training to become a worldwide famous household name of an actor, or (laughs) just an actor for another term, which just happens to fall on the same time as we record. For some relaxed fun when we get around to it there's the incredibly delayed the doctor who archives and for fans of the brilliant disc world and the even more brilliant sir terry pratchett have a listen to the pratchett podcast which can be found at the pratchett podcast at wordpress.com thank you all for your superb show and sorry to adam for the spoilers last episode oh, yeah. it's truly reese okay. actually i managed to avoid most of them so it's okay. I put my did you man- yeah did you manage to operate the keyboard with your elbows with your fingers <laughs> and your ears i just skipped over that entire bit didn't edit it at all <laughs> that's why there's like three swear words in there probably <laughs> i didn't hear them <laughs> we have one here from adrian hello, hello adrian. adrian he says hello team just a quick note no really since you're all watching community you will eventually get to kind of see doctor who on the show yeah yeah in the most recent season, there is a Doctor Who spoof called Inspector Space Time. I think there are only two short clips, but it seems to have gone over huge here in the States. Mm. The actor-writer who did the clips is also now in production for a web series based on the clips. It is now called Untitled Web Series About a Space Traveller Who Also Travels in Time. <laughs> yeah. Due to legal wrangling. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, some of the scripting is taken from fan submissions. Some of the US Who podcasts have interviewed the uh, creator Tra- Travis Ritchie, such as Articles of the Shadow Proclamation, Article 38, released at 3-20. And uh, this is a 
web address http slash www.shadowproclamation.net uh, Doctor Who podcast on 311 uh, doctorwhopodcast.com and there's lots and lots of links which I'm sure we'll put up on the site yep in the show notes definitely mm-hmm. and just to say check it out Adrian from California thank you thank you Adrian from California thank you Adrian the trouble with community is it's not shown over here. I've managed to get my hands on the first season UK DVD release. Yeah. But that's about it. I think it is coming to, is it the Sony channel or something like that? Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to keep I've never that. even heard of it before. Yeah. But uh, Karen Gillan mentioned it on uh, on Twitter yeah. a day or two mm. ago. Yeah. Inspector Space Time. Yeah, no, I, I, I found out about the Inspector Space Time meme. I've watched bits of, of Community, and the bits I've watched, I've liked. So I've then gone out and got hold of the first season, uh, which I've is heard the only one that's available over here. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Okay, we've got one here from Will. Hello, Will. Happy birthday, Will. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Squash tomatoes in the gutter. Happy birthday to you. Hello, Staggering Stories. It's me once again. Ha, 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 ha,
Hello, soon to be replaced with cardboard Gemma Louise, who takes up less space because she's shorter <laughs> by about six foot. <laughs> Hello, Graham. Hello, Dangerous Churchill, Nazi Spock. The Brigadier. Various other assorted minions. Yep. <laughs> oh, speaking of minions, oh, if yeah, you go yeah. onto YouTube, oh, there, yeah. yes, there is the uh, trailer for, for Despicable Me 2 on there. Can we just say one word? Banana! <laughs> anyway. We'll put a link up. <laughs> I have one here from Misha. Hello, Misha. Misha. Hello, team. Just a quickie. I don't watch Big Bang Theory, but I think the specific autism spectrum disorder that Sheldon has is Asperger's syndrome. Same as me. Probably. Hmm. Love Misha. Same as construct number one and construct number two. Except without the genius. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That reminds me also, I didn't mention on the uh, bit about the staggering day out. Oh. Emmy's coming to Crawley the day before, the afternoon we'll probably do something. We don't know what. I'm worried now. (laughs) Might go down the pub. We could go up to the um, Smith and Western pub and show people the lake. We can walk around the lake. Yes, we can. Yes. My old watering hole. Whatever people want to do. The lake. Yeah. yeah, he fell in it so many mm. times. <laughs> Quite a few times I've walked across it. Oh. Thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and one final bit of feedback here from Sandro. Hello, Sandro. Hello, podcasts. <laughs> oh. This is a new show hosted by myself, Reese. <laughs> Again? And what, two Reece other people. Podcasts. <laughs> another one. That's about time he did one. But he's, yeah, he's been slacking lately. We recorded this for you and your listeners, so please enjoy. Please excuse the high-pitched quality. Both eyes are cool. Sandro JF. Has Sandro's voice unbroken? (laughs) (laughs) He has included a sneak peek at number one of their new podcast. Hello and welcome to this, the first in a long, 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 long long, long time of improbable podcast. Don't get too carried away. (laughs) Hopefully a long, long line. May I introduce myself, first of all, definitely first, um, Sandro Dan. Joining me today, I've got Josh G. Hello. And Marie uh, <laughs> Carton. Hiya. And um, we are one short because she's currently doing something and should join us halfway through the conversation. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, this is basically, I wouldn't call this an episode in the <laughs> continuity, if that's how you spit. Yeah. The timeline of the show, this won't be um, part of it, but it definitely is going to be something for the listeners to listen to before the show actually gets released, if you understand what I'm saying, because I do not. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> um, yeah, so, rambling on. Yep. Um, we are here to talk about what we think about Doctor Who. Oh, never heard of it. Um, Obviously we don't think much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Doctor Who is the BBC science fiction program that's been going for almost 59, 49 years now, not 59, 49 years. <laughs> yes. Um, Vague, rings and a bell. it is... Yeah, vaguely. Well, I think I might have seen it back in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Well, the very Under condensed hair. version yeah, of the show is that it's about Troughton guy. a travelling man who can change his face, who travels around in time and space in a little <laughs> place box that's bigger <laughs> on the inside than the outside. Hmm. That's a very condensed version. Yes. Moving on helium. Mustn't forget the assistance. <laughs> well, yes, he generally 
travels around with a friend who's generally quite young, female, and good-looking. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and it's... <laughs> why do we like it? Um, that's, actually, I've never thought about it before. Why do I like Doctor Who? <laughs> that's enough of that nonsense. Gosh. <laughs> and now some decent military manoeuvres. By the left, quick. Mint. Have you seen the Sergeant Major? Ooh, get you, I'll scratch your, your eyes out. <laughs> Prancing around like a fairy queen, two, three. Ooh. I have a needle and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> Any more feedback? Can... Nope. That's probably for the best. <laughs> And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So, until that execrable ejaculation of... Of who? Comes raining down upon us. <laughs> I feel I can clean and need a wash now. It's all in your hair. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. But it's in my hair! On your head, I'm so sticky. Oh, so I'm so sticky. sticky. Oh, so sticky. I'm so sticky and sticky. Yeah, okay. Sticky and icky and... Ew. <laughs> <laughs>